Hi, everybody. Spencer Van is a well-known ghost enthusiast <laughs> in our area. He, um, he's a graphic designer and music writer. That's really what he's well-known for. Um, I, what most people don't know about him is that he is a ghost enthusiast. <laughs> he is a ghost enthusiast. Um, I am very enthused by ghosts. So Spencer here has um, written a lot of music recently. Uh, and I'm just going to start off by asking you a little bit about that. It's not really horror, so bear with us here. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I've been, like you said, I've been writing music, a lot of uh, electronic music, a lot of, uh, you know, country music and stuff. Mm -hmm. Hopefully we might be doing some more of that. Yeah, we're we're starting a Ghost Goons band yeah. uh, on tour next summer, so tune in for that <laughs> one. Um, so, yeah, and then you do a lot of graphic design and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm going to be doing a lot of, uh, like, logos and banners for Ghost Goons, all that mm -hmm. good stuff. So Yeah, um, so Spencer's going to be with us a lot, actually. Yeah, just introduce you to the team as we make it. Exactly. So now um, we're up to three. The, 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 the ghost goons are three strong. Come on, Trojans, take and, us on here. And counting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, we are live at Scaricon actually right yeah, now. Yeah, and it's pretty, it's pretty bumping. Yeah, and I mean, um, from what I understand, it's you and Spencer's first Scaricon. Absolutely is. Um, so what do you guys think just from, just from coming here? I mean, here? It's, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Not, not a whole lot started out, but there's definitely setting up going on. Exactly. It officially starts tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, it starts tomorrow at 3. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty amazed at like how many people are here already. Exactly, right? I, there's tons of people. I, I was thinking the exact same thing. Well, I don't understand how there's so many people here right now. Yeah. I mean, it is Turning Stone Casino, which is... So, like, you're going to get... You're gonna get people. There's always, yeah. yeah there's always there's traffic. There's never not a lot of people here. Yeah, but a lot of them, you know, they're a lot they're, of them aren't necessarily just here for the casino. Yeah, they're wearing um some horror stuff. A lot of them have Scarecon shirts. We've given a lot of Ghost Goons cards out too, which is cool. Absolutely. So that'll be cool. Um, so definitely you gotta stop in. We're, Come check it out, Turning Stone. Gamble, watch some movies, see some horror stuff. Yeah, we're here all weekend. Um, again at Ghost Goons, the Ghost Goons are here. Feel free to shoot us an email. <laughs> at the ghost goons at gmail.com do that um you can like us on facebook instagram twitter we're the ghost goons on all that um or we'll come meet us live yeah i will post stuff about scarecon on there obviously so you can check it out um the link to the page scarecon page is actually on our facebook page right now um it's right there so you can check that out but definitely come down um thursday is today tomorrow <laughs> is friday which is when the show um the show starts three o'clock on Friday. Then there's a party Friday night, which I hear is gonna be bumping. Good. I'm excited about that one. Um it's with the VIP, so you have to buy a VIP ticket there. I heard uh I heard rumors about a, a zombie party. Yes, that is Saturday night. Yeah. That is open to the public. Wait, so like do you have to like come up sh like as do you have to go as a zombie or are you made into a zombie or okay this is this is the tra crazy part all right, tell me a story tell and I'm not an expert on this at all but from what I hear um it's a time warp zombie party oh um the time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show oh all right that so um some people from the Broadway musical are coming and they're doing the time warp. I was confused because when you said time warp, I thought you meant like time warp to where we're all dead and zombies. No, yeah. no, <laughs> that, not, that not quite, not now. quite. It's going to be a time warp party. So they're going to come and they're going to do the show, but they're going to do it as zombies. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's going to be that. And on top of that, um, you come in whatever attire you want, honestly, you can, uh, whatever you want. I don't really know. Cause I obviously am not there. Banana hammock. Sure, dude. But there's, um, Enc like encouraged. Is what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a, there's a lot of um, Hollywood 
makeup artist that'll be here doing makeup for all the zom for all the people who want to be zombies. That's completely free. That's very cool. Yep, you come, um, you do that. So that is Saturday night, and on top of that, which is a really fun '80s band and a great candy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think they bring the candy. I don't know. We'll see. But they play a lot of good 80s. Nice. All right. So that's kind of the download of the weekend, I guess. And we're all, uh, obviously, I'm experiencing this for the first time. And so is Spencer. So it should be an interesting feat for all of us. So if it's your first time, too, come by. We yeah. can experience it together. Yeah. <laughs> I also had a had a real quick question, too. Um, I was wondering exactly. I, I heard there's going to be a few celebrity guests. Uh, I was just wondering who exactly... Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm going to pull up the list right now. Actually, I was going to talk about it a little bit. We actually bit. already met one of the guests. Uh, his name was John Russo, and he was the, uh, he was, what, was he the assistant director? He was the co-director. Co-director. Of Night of the Living Dead. That's big. And he, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, he but, is. Was it co-director or co-writer? Co-writer, co-director. Oh, okay. Um, actually, it may just be co-writer. I don't I know. I think it was writer. All right, it was writer. We'll have to do our research. He wrote the director. Um, <laughs> a letter about the movie. <laughs> so yeah, um, he yeah he's credited for that, and he was telling us some of the stuff he's got coming up. He's acting as a zombie in a new movie. I forget what the title is, but we'll we'll have all that. And again, he'll be here to talk to him. But um, Night of the Living Dead, he is credited to the creation of the modern zombie. He was the one when they were making the film. They're like they were talking the him and the other writer. I forget his name at the moment. Um, they were talking. They're like what should these monsters be that are attacking? He's like, let's make them the living dead. That was his word for word. That's huge. And that is what everything zombie is. So many movies, TV shows, Walking Dead, have been based around the idea of a zombie. And the idea of a zombie is actually pretty cool. Exactly. So one of the big guests, I don't know if you guys have looked at the guests or anything. Um, I'm going into this with a blind. Yeah, I've got them pulled up right here. Um, unfortunately, Anthony Michael Hall, who was one of the really big names, he played Rusty in National Lampoon's Vacations. Um, he was in The Breakfast Club. He was like the main g- nerdy guy. Oh, right, right. He uh, actually canceled Aww, because he has to Randy. shoot. He has to shoot in Europe, so he canceled, which is unfortunate. What is he, what's he hunting? <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> he, um, uh, you tell me, dude. What do you hunt in Europe? Probably. Uh, tea and crumpets sure that's what he's hunting he's hunting for a toothbrush (laughs) so so he won't be here but um a big name a pretty cool one who was supposed to be here last year who ended up not showing up but he is going to be here this year is c thomas howell oh um he's known for et he was in et yeah yeah um he was in red dawn and he's known for more modern uh the amazing spider-man he played the dad in the amazing spider-man really News to me. Yep, so he's going to be here, which will be really cool. I don't know if you know this, but do you know who he played in E.T.? I don't. Oh, okay. I am not. That'll be a question to ask him. Okay. <laughs> I am Possibly I am not the sure. bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> I loved you in E.T. Who are you again? <laughs> um, so let's see. Jason Lively will be here. Oh, Jason. Actually, um, a couple of my friends are out picking him up right now. He played Rusty in some of the other National Lampoon's Vacations. <laughs> Um, he'll be here. He's really cool. He actually is the brother of, um, uh, I forget her name. Oh, Someone, oh yeah, so yeah. His, his, He's the brother of his sister. Oh, and there you go. His sister is one of the top 10 most beautiful women in the world. Really? She was rated by People Magazine. Her last name's Lively. Look her up. So wait, is she, is she coming? She actually isn't. She was going to come with him. He's Dang. like, he was going to bring her, but then he was like, um, 
something came up, so she can't come. Mrs. But hopefully next Mrs. year. Lively. This is what we need to do, guys. We need to get to know him. Mrs. Lively or Miss Lively? I forget. Uh, it escapes <laughs> me. I don't remember her name. Come on, dude. Um, let's see who else. Bill Mosley will be here. Oh, Mosley. Um, the Devil's Rejects. Yeah, that's what yeah. he's known for. Uh, yeah. Um, he's in Halloween, that kind of stuff. I thought he was in All American Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's see. Um, trying to see. I don't know a lot of these names. Felissa Rose. She is um, in Sleepaway Camp. That's what she's known for. That's right. I was trying to I was trying to chime in there, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, Sleepaway Camp. Her. She's known for a lot of other stuff, but that's primarily it. Um, so I'm kind of there are a lot a lot of other people. Okay, I'm getting tired of going Regardless, through this. There's going to be a bunch of people. A lot here. of some people. are already here. Yeah. Some are on their way. Exactly. The, most of them are flying in tonight, and you guys should be all flying in tonight too. But of course, most important. The ghost skins will be here. We already are here. We are actually on the premises right now, and everyone's looking at us kind of strange because we're sitting in the booth doing a radio, <laughs> doing a radio show. show. Normally, where people check in. Yeah, so it's a little, it's a little uneasy. Yeah, a lot of looks. Yeah, we've got our ghost goons banner on our napkin that we've got hung up behind us. Actually, I wove a banner out of our business cards. <laughs> wow, I want to use that. That's impressive. It doesn't say it very big, but it says it a lot of times. And I say quantity over quality. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. It doesn't matter if people can read it as long as they can see. It's the there. That there's like yeah. a lot of them there. Exactly. Like, so wow, they, have, they have a ton of their names. There. Exactly. So one thing, one other thing I want to point out is we haven't even touched the main thing of Scarecon, that being all the vendors. Yeah. One of the biggest parts of any convention is people selling stuff. I selling mean, stuff. How how do you think they make money? Exactly. Well, yeah, but I mean the collect the collectors come because they want to meet the celebrities, obviously, but they also want to buy collectibles. I mean that's their <laughs> collectors, right? So there's tons of them. There's like I they're like forty or fifty right now, and I mean it hasn't even opened yet. So there are a lot it's set up booths on booths. There's a nice little theater set up in there that we scoped out. Yep. Yeah, it's really cool because they're doing they're doing film premieres. There's three movies that are being never before seen premiered here. Um, Very cool. The names escape me again. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah. So I have, I have a quick question. Um, in regards, you said there's there's collectors. Uh, are these vendors? Are they selling like movie props? Some of them. I mean, it's everything. It's like you when we peeked in, you saw all those life size. Yeah. Right. Uh, mannequins. They they're those. There's like collectible action figures. Oh, that's fantastic. There's um movie collectibles. There's like posters. Everything really merchandise like shirts and that kind of stuff oh, that's great. it's really anything you'd expect to find at a thing like this you know actually when i was in there earlier you guys didn't see this but there's a vendor who was setting up and it's all star wars like antique star wars collectibles so it's not just scary movies it's not that's the beauty that's what of that talking about it's not there's I a lot i hate scary movies <laughs> So it's it's more way more of like kind of just a pop culture kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. It's horror pop culture. Um pop culture fan convention is kind of what it's classified as. Okay. So it's yeah, it's everything. It's not just horror. Yeah. And uh I've I've seen a few people through here, but the, there should be some more uh like cosplayers, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean they won't be here till it opens. They're not just gonna be walking right, around. Right. Uh unless they're really into their roles. And again, we have uh we're it's not even the convention yet and there's still a bunch of people coming out. I yeah. can't I can't I wouldn't show up in a costume the day before a convention. Yeah. I don't know let me, let guys. me, let me, everyone who's listening, I just want to tell you, get here early tomorrow. There are a lot of people here and there's going to be a long line to get in tomorrow. So you have to get here early. And we're only going to see the first 50 people that get here. We already saw 50 people. I so know. I guess we can leave. All right, <laughs> we're out. No. So um, I was going back to cosplay. 
last year, there was a guy who was so committed to his character. He was playing um, um, Michael Myers, the guy with the Michael Myers mask from Halloween. I forget. I guess they call him Michael Myers. I don't know what they call him. Yeah, Michael, it, Michael Myers. Is that what they call him? Yeah. He was playing him, and he was like... Sometimes Mr. Myers, <laughs> if you're not his friend. He was like, he was the guy, I kid you not, was like 6'8". He was huge, and he did. He wore that all three days the entire time at the zombie party at everything. <laughs> it was so scary. I bet it was. I have a picture. I'll put it on our Instagram. I have a picture of me getting like lifted up by him, like he's holding me up. I think the only thing that'd be scarier than that is someone in a in a Mike Myers, like Mike Myers from Shrek, like that <laughs> costume. Oh my god! Yeah, you're telling or me. Maybe a Fiona costume. Where's that donkey? <laughs> That'll Older do, donkey. Are like onions. <laughs> That's a great movie. If you haven't seen Shrek, you should watch Shrek. That is a great movie. And so, uh, we we actually have some uh, recommendations. Exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to get. Nice to. segue. Uh, yeah, that's perfect. Um, so we didn't watch a movie for this episode per se because this is kind of Scaricon focused because we're we, live we've here. Been, we've been busy. Yeah, we've been busy at, at uh, acad- academia. I go to Plattsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been at, we've been at college doing work, so we didn't watch a movie. But we're gonna give you some um, recommendations for some movies to see, or in some cases, some movies not to see, um, if you are correct, <laughs> Adam. You're telling me you have a movie not for people uh, not yeah. to watch. So this this past week, we watched the uh, I watched the the, the Woman in Black two. Because, you know, The Woman in Black 1 was a fantastic movie, I yeah, thought. Yeah, great. So I finally saw that The Woman in Black 2 got put up on Netflix, and I heard from a friend that it was it was a really good movie. So I figured, oh, well, I'll give it a try. <laughs> and uh, don't. Long, long, long story short, it was, it was pretty bad. Don't trust your friends. <laughs> yeah, because obviously if you've listened to our first one, the whole premise behind The Woman in Black is anytime you see her, a child dies. And let's just say in The Woman in Black 2, the house that The Woman in Black lives in got turned into an orphanage. So, like kind of saw the whole plot coming from yeah. 10 miles away with a 10-foot pole. Exactly. Let me tell you this. I saw this movie, too. And I think that the, I mean, even not seeing this movie, the the huge problem with the movie is with watching Woman in Black 1, the whole movie was the anticipation of what is happening exactly. to the children, yeah. what is happening in you the house. You don't really know. And then you know at the end, obviously. Yeah. So there's nowhere to go in the second one, yep. you know? And the other thing that I think that they did was that obviously they had Daniel Radcliffe in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So they, they had a big name again, which it doesn't happen a lot in horror movies. But in the second movie, there weren't really any big names, but I still thought the acting was fine. I thought all the flaws were basically in the writing. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think the acting was... Even, I mean, even with no big names, I thought that, that, that definitely wasn't the problem. Yeah, so I mean, if you just want to, even though people aren't going to watch this probably, or I don't recommend it, you just want to give a quick like little plot summary of kind of what goes down no no spoilers though try to keep spoilers out so like so tell the plot but don't say anything give, a, about give like the movie. give like a little <laughs> <laughs> give right, a lead think... give like something that would be on the back of the box so the ill marsh house got turned into an orphanage when all of a sudden strange things start to happen <laughs> but uh i mean i don't really much know what else the one of the orphanage caretakers she has a boyfriend who's in the military. That take, that comes into play. I really am not going anywhere with this plot summary, though, so I don't know what you want me to tell you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fine. I'll do it. All right. Yeah, that's on you. you okay. So, I mean, you started off there. Um, the the boy, the orphans go to the orphanage because it's World War II, right? Is that what it was? Correct. It was World War II. 
So they're in the orphanage, and I guess it's, it's like 1941. Yeah, it's a bomb shelter, I guess, is what they're saying it is. Um, kind of protect them from the London area because they're afraid of bombings. Um, so what they do is they go there, and then obviously, guess who's there? The woman in black. And she does exactly what she does in the first movie. And that's probably exactly word for word what's on the box. All right. So, I, I mean, it's a good, I guess that's a lead. And I don't necessarily think it's not worth watching. It's not like The Room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that it's worth watching just because, I mean, if you like The Woman in Black 1, it's still got that, like, feel of The Woman in Black 1. It's got the jump scares and that kind of stuff. It's got the same soundtrack, which was nice. Exactly. Yeah, there are positive points in it. So, I mean, it's not all awful. I, I wouldn't say not to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'd give it, like, I don't know. If you, if you were going to rate it 1 through 10, 5. Five. I, five. It, it wasn't bad. As for yeah. as for horror movies on Netflix, it's really not a bad one. Exactly. But. Yeah, I, I'd give it a five too. I feel like you have to watch the first one before you. Oh watch yeah, a hundred percent. You wouldn't understand. Yeah, it really. Yeah, definitely watch the first one first. Um, also, the first one's a better movie. Exactly. Watch the first one anyway. The first one's really good. So, um, I guess we'll move right on to Spencer here. Uh yeah. So my recommendation is a movie that you I think you should go see if you haven't seen it already, and that is the uh, classic Amityville horror which uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that or not. Yeah, I've seen, I yeah, think I watched that with that, you. That brings oh, yeah. me back. We all watched that one together. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, we got we got very scared when we were watching that. In my opinion, um, actually, Adam, you got something to say? Yeah, that, that was the one when uh, we were all watching it in your movie theater, James, and I believe we were all holding some sort of weaponry. That was like the original one, right? Yeah. That's the original one oh, that we are were we watching? talking about the new one? Or yeah, we talking? watched the, you're talking about the original one, right? I'm talking about the original Yeah, okay, yeah. the uh, 1979 right, right. was the one that you're talking about. Um, so yeah, that I, um, I'm looking at that on IMDb right now. So uh, continue, please yeah, continue. So uh, what I loved about this movie is, um, you know, it, it, it didn't have, I don't think any or next to no jump scares in it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything that was, but I honestly think it's one of the scariest movies that I've. seen. I completely agree. I with you. think it's one of the scariest movies I've ever watched, and it had just like it was so scary in just the most unique kind of way. There were moments where like the music would build up and then just cut out like abruptly, and when that happens, like I've never scrunched up in a ball tighter. Like yeah, it's no, terrifying. it's like. It, it is terrifying. I completely agree. Yeah, and that's one of those, I think at the same time, there's definitely some jump scares, but it's that one that you really think about when you're going to bed at night. Yeah. So, yeah, I think. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and um, again, the soundtrack's 99% of a movie, too, yeah, which is also oh, awesome. Completely, yeah. That, that it, like, what, what's that quote? Um, Sometimes the best sound is the absence of sound. I don't know, something like that. Oh, yeah. I don't um, know. That's not it at all. And but. then, and then if unless I'm wrong, it's based off of something that actually happened. Yes, right? it's based off of the Amityville right. so that horror house. So that obviously makes it exactly more terrifying. The real story is, I mean, it's pretty, it's not really exaggerated that much in the film. The, at the beginning of it um, being the father went crazy and killed his whole family in the house. And then from there, the house was haunted by the family. Right. right. Um, and that, I mean, that's the legend obviously in the movie. But I mean, I've I've heard countless stories like that too. Yeah, uh, actually, I have a really interesting story about that. Um, I his name escapes me, but one of the kids who the like the the family that moves in after the murders—that's what the movie is based off of. One of the real kids who moved into the house after the murder in real life, not from the movie. 
but like okay. what the movie's based off of. Yeah, yeah. He was at a convention I was at last year, and I talked to him about it, and it was it was one of the coolest thing discussions I've had because I was like, so I was talking to him about the movie, and I'm like, so how much of the movie is like you know exaggerated? He's like, honestly, a lot of it. He's like, none of that crazy stuff really happened. He's like, I'll just tell you. He's like, he. I don't think he was really at liberty to tell me a lot for some reason because he was kind of like. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, no, but he's like, he's like, I'll tell you, that is not a house you want to spend the night in. And that's what he said to me. And that just stuck with me. Yeah, really. That's just a creepy saying, you know? And I mean, this is the thing that I thought, though. I was like, he's at a convention because he lives there. You know, he could be, he could just be playing this. It could be completely fake. And if he told someone that, he wouldn't have a job. So he's going with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's very true. I bet if, like, there were murders at my house, I could just be like, yeah, hey, everybody, all this crazy stuff is happening yeah exactly and then get a movie and then become famous but yeah at the same time though he lived in the house so you kind of take his word oh yeah i'm not i'm not saying he's lying i'm not saying he's lying at all and i'm saying i would be out in a minute i personally wouldn't want to spend the night in the house but how yo this is what we're doing what's up we're gonna not ghost hunt anymore we're gonna go to the amityville horror house and watch the movie in the house um this is Spencer signing off of Ghost Goons. I am now departing. Hey, hey, we're two now. All right. No, that that would be crazy. Yeah, if Spencer left, that would be wild. <laughs> Partay. No, I honestly though would probably cry. That would be that so sounds, amazing. That sounds literally like the most terrifying thing. Oh my ever. god, that'd be amazing. We're doing that. Why? Because it's legendary. Yo, guys, that's we're doing it. I don't even we're care. You tell people. We're okay, discussion. We're doing it. Um, tune in. <laughs> tune in when we do that. Wait, what was the vote system here? Yeah, the vote was I am on this side of the room, <laughs> the so the I win. What is you on the ghost laptop? <laughs> so fair enough. <laughs> Damn, Adam, I told you we should have sat on that side of the room. <laughs> okay. You. So, uh, anything else you want to add to the movie? Um, um, you know, good soundtrack. Acting was pretty good. Uh, remember the wife. In, who was in that movie was gorgeous. I don't remember her name. Do you remember how like, much we were gushing about how beautiful? I don't her remember that actually. Oh, the wife in that was very attractive. Primo, a one. I do remember that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you actually? Yeah. We were all just. I don't remember that. I think ogling is that is that a good term? <laughs> I remember specifically we talked about like especially in the because it was in the seventies I think right or whatever yeah. you know time set it was in. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. 70s yeah oh, dude I, yeah we were gawking i don't know i don't know how you don't remember that i don't at all he was hiding under a blanket for most of the movie with a machine gun in his hand <laughs> yeah I, I, that is not even that is not, not even a lie i wish that was close to an exaggeration but that is not. i was doing that exact thing and i don't do that for movies often i usually just carry no, you a normally sword. laugh at us for doing yeah it. but i always hold my sword because you know you got to defend yourself well i think i think part of it too was that we were i think we were alone in the house yeah oh yeah so that was, that, was <laughs> that big scary. house yeah, yeah i was gonna say i think the house was also rather large which didn't add to the uh yeah to the effect exactly um all right so uh, uh what do you, what would you give this movie out of what out of 10 out 10 of being 10, good i would give it Honestly, I would give it like an eight and a half. Just because, I, like, just all around, it's just yeah, a good movie like, all around. Given, you know, the context of when it came out, I think it still absolutely holds up to this mm-hmm. day. The thing that I like about it and uh, about a lot of movies in that time period is they didn't use CGI. Like, I mean, they had it a little bit. Yeah, it was all mostly practical. Yeah. And I think CGI in horror movies nowadays is just like, ew. 
It's just, it's not scary. It's just gross. I was just gonna give it my vote of eight and a half simply due to the fact that there weren't any crazy effects and it st- yeah still was able to scare yep. the balls off you exactly for yeah lack of a better term yeah. which is I mean it's hard to do but it's also not hard to do yeah because I, when you don't use CGI and all these crazy effects you really have to think about the story and make it exactly. a scary story. And it's, other- it's like a simple movie is a scary movie. It's a movie that's so simple that it's like, this is so realistic. Exactly. Like, this is something that I could watch in my backyard. Yeah. I think something, again, that just made that movie so terrifying is the fact that you're not seeing a lot of ghosts jumping out. Exactly. You you're not seeing so much. So that leaves so much to I don't imagination. Think, I don't think you ever actually you see a ghost in you that don't movie. see a ghost in that movie. Yeah. But that's part of it because there's so much anticipation of what's yeah. going to happen and like that that actually brings up a point i wanted to bring up um with with horror movies like that and a good horror movie i feel like the idea of when you finish the movie you don't know if there's actually a ghost or actually a monster in the movie that's that makes it a realistic on a whole new level because in real life you don't know either what movie were we just talking about that the descent yes we were talking about, we don't even know if those things were real or if they were kind of just going crazy yeah. down there. Yeah. Which was very cool. That was an interesting point. I yeah. Think. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think, I think in a horror movie, um, when like, especially a ghost movie, when you don't see a ghost ever, it's, it makes it like real life. Yeah. It leaves it more to the imagination. There. In real life, you like, you have these, if you believe something is haunted, you have these little like things that happen and it scares the crap out of you. And, but you, I mean, Speaking for myself, I've never seen a full ghost in my house. But I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think I that just brings an, another level of reality to me. I, yeah, I've never seen something where I said, "Oh, look, that's a ghost." <laughs> right. <there. laughs> okay, so um, I guess you're you all set with that one. Yeah, I'm I'm good if you want to move on. There. Okay, so I am going to talk about a movie directed by Jennifer Kent. Oh, do you guys know who Kent. Jennifer Kent is? I'll give you a hint. She also wrote this movie. Oh. Is it The Kent Files? <laughs> no. It is The Babadook. Oh, that's right. The Babadook, right. written and directed by Jennifer Kent. Good movie. Um, yeah, you saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, another one on Netflix. Yeah, this is not a satire. This is a watch this movie. Um, I don't think when I mean, I talked to someone. I, it may have been you after I watched it. And I was like, you know, this isn't a movie you watch to get scared. This is a movie you watch because, wow, that's a good story, and that's a crazy concept. No, exactly. And also, at the same time, that's another thing where it's more realistic than anything because it kind of preys on what goes on inside people's heads more than anything. Exactly. I mean, the whole premises of the story is there's a mom who's trying to deal with her troublemaking child and her, and at the same time coping with the loss of her husband. Exactly. Yep, her husband. And she slowly is going insane, and you're following her into this descent to insanity and while doing this the quote-unquote babadook which is a bedtime story that she kind of just is imagining becoming real the more she goes crazy the more this babadook starts becoming real as if her insanity is becoming a real character in the movie and that's how i took it i mean it's all up to interpretation you know it's no one really knows that's just an interpretation and and absolutely i i took the same thing from the movie and who doesn't love Australian accents? If I watched this movie, yeah, exactly. Australian accent because I thought that was great. Uh, I just had a quick question about it mm-hmm. actually because I I have yet to see it. Okay, um, I'm looking forward to watching it though. But is it all mostly from the perspective of the mother, or is there like a child? Does a child see this? Yeah, it's or? it's 
I mean, the, the main perspective is from the mother. Basically what happens, like, uh, this isn't really giving anything away because this is pretty early in the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, the first time that the Babadook becomes a reality mm-hmm. is when the um, she the mom sleeps in a room and then the son sleeps in a separate room. But almost every night the son runs in in the middle of the night and sleeps with his mom because he gets scared. Because okay. he believes in monsters under his bed and his mom's like, you're stupid. <laughs> but But she's like, all right, whatever, it's. She has she like works all day because she's trying to support him. Right, right. Um, so she's really busy. So she's just like, all right, whatever. Um, and slowly the son starts becoming like more and more terrified by these monsters to mm-hmm. the point where he won't sleep, mm-hmm. and she gets really angry at him because mm-hmm. she's like, I need to sleep, and he's not sleeping. Right, so right. she gets really angry. And then the Babadook, um, he randomly the son finds this book on his bookshelf, and it's titled the Babadook. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mom, can you read this to help me go to sleep? So okay. she does. And it's start, like, she's reading it and it's just, she's reading it. It starts out like a normal story, right. but then it just gets creepier and creepier and creepier. And eventually it's like, I don't know. It says a really creepy quote and I'm, I'm going to butcher it completely, but it's like, don't sleep. Don't blink. The Babadook is in the sink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, it's, it's something like that. No, but I think to wrap up and kind of explain or explain Spencer's question a little bit is, yeah, it's mostly from the mother's perspective. So you are kind of seeing the insanity happen from the mother's perspective. And she doesn't really see it either, which is why some people may take it as like a scary movie. Yeah. But at the same time, you also see it from the son's perspective, from the neighbor's perspective, from the caretaker's perspective, just th- at little bits throughout the movie to kind of give you cues to that. Yeah, um, what I was going with for with that whole long lecture, to answer your question, <laughs> the first time you actually physically are like, all right, the Babadook is real. You don't actually see it because you're looking in the mother's perspective mm-hmm. and you, you hear the boy, like okay. the boy in the other room scream and he runs in and he runs in and he like covers his eyes and he's freaking out. And then the mom like looks up and the Babadook is just like in the doorway. Oh my God. And it's just so like scary. See, you know that, that honestly like kind of just gave me chills because that yeah. hits so close to home. Like just the idea of like a kid yeah. being scared at night of monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, and here's you know, the thing: the creepiest part. I'll let you, aka Spencer Van. <laughs> I will not deny that. Um, so the creepiest part about this monster, and I, I mean, some people may not think it's creepy. I think it's really creepy. The monster is literally 2D. It's like a oh, piece really? of paper. Oh, that's. It's really hard. weird. Like on the on the cover, I don't know if you've seen the cover. It's like a little man, I've seen a picture and it, it, it looks it's like looks like a piece of paper. Right. It's right. that's literally the monster. Oh wow. I didn't realize that. And in some, like, it's, he changes. Like, sometimes he's, like, a real man. Mm-hmm. And other times he's just, like, literally two, 2D, Ugh. just standing somewhere. And it's so unnerving. Yeah. And at the same time, it's unnerving, but I feel like that's kind of, if you watch this movie to get scared, you'll be disappointed because then you're, you're just going to see this 2D monster and you're going to be like, oh, they can't even spring for the special effects. But that's really not what it's about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, it's really a psychological horror. Yeah, and again... Think about it when you go to bed. <laughs> yep. Or, or don't. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it, but you will. There's a lot of stuff that I could be spoiling right now to make this movie sell so much better mm-hmm. because there's so much stuff in the plot that's yeah, like, wow. We'll, say, we'll save that for a whole episode. Yeah, exactly. You, I don't want to spoil that. That's a movie you need to watch. Uh, question, just a little side question. What are your thoughts on psychological horrors versus like other types you of know, movies? This is, this is how I judge them. There's two, when I watch a, sit down and watch a horror movie, I have, there's one of two things I'm trying to do. 
One, I'm trying to not be scared and watch a movie with a girl that I'm trying to get her scared so we can cuddle. I thought that was... And then the second is you're trying to get the girl scared and you're trying to cuddle with her. No, 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 no. That's the first one. That's what I just said. Yeah, and then that's the second one, too. No, no, no. The second... <laughs> that's the only reason. <laughs> so that would be a jump scare movie. No psychological. Because after it, you're like, oh, that was scary. And you never think of it again. Mm. And then a psychological horror is one that I'll watch with, like like you guys or watch with like my dad or someone people, people that I'm like, um, I'm like, with, you know, I'm like hanging with, I'm not just hanging out one night, people that I can talk about it with later. And I'm like, that was a scary movie. I mean, I, I usually watch those with you guys so that I can get you guys to get scared and cuddle <laughs> with me. But No, but I mean, exactly. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't think jump scare movies. I don't think movies that aren't psychological horrors are scary. No, exactly. Cause you see the jump scare. Again, the woman in black did this very well, where it would be the loud noise and something moved really quick on the screen, and it was a bird. Yep. So, they literally reused jump scares. Yeah, but, but it's it's a jump scare. It scared me. I jumped doing it. But like, yeah. it doesn't scare you after the fact whatsoever. Exactly. That's how I feel. It's like, it's something that'll be like to get, you're sitting with someone, and then they'll like jump and hug you. Yeah. That's how I got at them. Um, <laughs> just Speaking of jump scares real quick, I know we usually talk about movies, but mm-hmm. have you guys heard of the game uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people complain about that game because literally it's jump scare uh-huh. game. So, like... Well, don't I, play it if you don't like it. Well, yeah, but I was just wondering, like, so do you, would you guys consider jump scares, like, a cop-out technique, or do you think they can be done well? Or? I think there is a definitely a place for jump scares in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. I think... Some of, the, some of the scariest movies that do use jump scares well would be like, I'm thinking of The Strangers. That's what, that's what comes to mind. What, I, can I chime in for a second? Yes. Yeah. I think what a jump scare shouldn't do is immediately reveal the, scary, like the ultimately scariest part of the movie. Because then it's the jump scare yeah. and the scariest psychological part of the movie, and then nothing else is scary. We've talked about this countless exactly, times before. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking in a jump scare. The one that comes to mind that's like, wow, that is really scary, is in The Strangers, which we reviewed re-reviewed already so i can give a little plot i guess sort of tiny tiny bit if you haven't listened to our show on that go listen to it now because we're going to spoil a little bit it's not really a spoiler but it's just a part of the movie um you've seen the strangers right Uh, yeah actually i watched that with you okay yeah okay yeah so um the part that strikes me as a good jump scare that isn't like just stupid is when um the the girl it's like it's kind of in the beginning it's after like they've knocked on the door a couple times or whatever and they're like she's the girl's freaking out she's still alone it's before her um ex-fiance boyfriend whatever he is comes back um and she's like the camera is looking at her and we see everything behind her Mm -hmm. and it like pans and then you see her and then you just see the guy in the background and he doesn't do anything Uh, he's just literally standing there so it's kind of like one of those things that you catch it and you're like holy crap you don't catch it and it doesn't really matter the, the great part about that movie is i feel at the same time as the movie is aimed to scare us the protagonist antagonist <laughs> what i meant yeah <laughs> trying to be fancy and i messed up the, an- <laughs> the antagonists in the movie are trying to scare the people that they're going to kill as much as the movie exactly. trying to scare us they're not really they're really just playing with them at that point exactly and it's not like meaningless horror you know, it's like, all right, people, this is, this could legitimately be happening. People could literally be doing this. Exactly. And the, and what's messed up about it is the people who are going into the house are thinking, wow, I want to scare the crap out of these people to the point where they can't be scared anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like 
just yeah mentioning that like to me um i feel like it just anticip- anticipation in a horror movie is just one of the most the best devices you can use 100% I, I completely agree with you just the build up of the story and the build up of yeah. what is happening in this plot is so scary and i mean that's what I'm saying, though. There, there are movies that do that really well, and they're good movies. They're really good horror movies, but they're not movies that I'm thinking about after. I'm not scared of it after, but I still think they're excellent movies. Exactly. Like um, Halloween is movies like movies yeah. like that. I'm not really. It's a great buildup for the whole movie. Yeah. And it has a great climax, but after the fact, it just kind of ends. I'm not really scared when I go to sleep about Halloween, and I, I see why people could be because I mean, a masked murderer with a knife is pretty scary. But, I mean, I have a gun in my house, so I think that The Strangers gets me for mass murder. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that The Strangers gets me, too, just because, I don't know, it's like, I live in a house just like that. Yeah. It's, well, it's just very grounded in reality. Yep. It's just, that's yeah, exactly. as real as you can get. I, no, I completely agree yeah. with you there. So, um... We're going to go swing right back around. I give the Babadook. I'm going to give the Babadook. I forgot we were talking about the Babadook. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We we went really off track there. Um, I'm going to give the Babadook an eight. It's not the scariest movie, but it's just a good movie. It just, it brings up a lot of interesting points that I've never seen in a horror movie before. Yeah, I'll give it an eight and a half just because at the same time as all that that we said, it's also really easily accessible. Netflix is great. It yes. doesn't have a lot of good scary movies. Yep. And, uh, you know, I still haven't seen it, so I'm going to give it a question mark. But uh, Simon over here. Yeah. But a question mark is kind of close to an eight. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to swing right back to you, Adam. What is another movie? God, come on. You told me to think of one. <laughs> give me another movie that you've seen recently. Does it have to be a scary movie? Yes. Come on, dude. Um, It does. All right. All right. We'll skip you if you don't have one. If you didn't do your homework. All right. We'll skip you I'll, and we'll go I'm to gonna, Spencer. I'm going to chime in as soon as I think of one. All right, but, but it's Spencer's yeah, yeah, turn, yeah, so right. wait until after Spencer. Okay. All right, so I wouldn't necessarily classify this under horror. All right, Adam, back to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, so I'm, just kidding. I'm, I'm ready. It's okay. Wait, actually? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I saw... <laughs> I saw The Hunger Games the other day. Oh, <laughs> my. That microphone. Okay. So <laughs> I I wouldn't classify it necessarily as horror, but it totally falls under that whole, um, uh, you know, uh, what's, what were we calling it? Nice. Psychological horror? Psychological. I was just trying to, I was thinking psychotic. Yeah. I don't know. But It's uh, pretty it's, psychic. It's actually, it's animated. It's called uh, What a Beautiful Day. Never and heard of it. It's, yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, it actually gets pretty freaky but it's it's about this pretty average guy who's like slow like it it never says what mental disorder he has but it's about this guy like slowly slipping into insanity and it's just done it's just like has these weird clippets from his day that don't seem to connect wait is it called it's such a beautiful day oh yeah okay it's such a beautiful day um really oh i've yeah i've seen this cover really out there um it's a bit yeah i have too um, thank you. Um, but have you ever seen the YouTube video where it's like a weird, uh, uh, guy with a giant spoon. He's like, my spoon's too big. And then a banana walks in. And he's like, I'm a banana. You ever seen that? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay, Adam, Adam, you've seen that, right? <laughs> you've seen that? Okay. It's, it's the guy who made that, made this movie. Yeah. Oh, um, that's it. No, I'm just giving a, I got you. I got you. Uh, it's the guy he made, he made that movie. Don um, Hertzfeld. Don, yes. <laughs> Yes, that's him. Um, 
but yeah, it's you know a great movie, uh-huh. especially if you're into that. So I have never seen a movie that I thought was. I mean, you said it wasn't a horror movie, but I've never seen a movie that's really hit me as scary that's been animated. Um, what? How do Monster you? Monster House, dude. Come on. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I just want to know because I've never seen this movie. What? What? How do they like? How do they do that? Oh my god. It's 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 actually pretty scary because. So it's it's going through these clips of his day, mm-hmm. and then it will suddenly cut to like maybe him being in the hospital, right? And then like just these really, you know, the 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 color palette will change partway through. It'll start flashing really bizarre, just abstract things. Uh-huh. But like while, but it still relates to what's happening to this guy. Okay, and it's you just really get this sense of him just slipping into insanity mm-hmm. and then it will just cut back to him being normal again huh? without really being mentioned. So it's like, it's almost like you're get, getting clippets of this guy's day without it being in a, like a linear story. Okay. And it's okay. And it talks about his family and like all these weird like murders and like mental diseases and issues. I don't know. It's hard to explain. You just have to watch it, but I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So oh, you can go. Adam. All right. I, I personally just, find it very hard maybe it's something that inside my brain i find it very hard to follow stories that don't go in chronological order maybe yeah, i mean yeah but i mean one that the... comes to mind is pulp fiction yeah I, I, yeah I had, to, I had to watch that movie so many times but yeah yeah i mean it's it, it follows some sort of like kind of linear path yeah i feel like it's really easy for a movie to do that well mm-hmm. they just have to do it well right you know yeah it's I mean, I recommend it. Yeah. So I'm looking at it on IMDb, and is it literally the whole movie in this like stick figure? Yeah. It is. That's and you know that's at first I was watching for the first 15 minutes, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Actually, you mentioned that, and there is a scene where it actually cuts to um real life footage. Really? Like for like a for like five minutes, not even five minutes, like two minutes. It's live footage, and that they don't mention anything of it. Let me tell you, it's bizarre. How scary would it be to make a movie, a horror movie like that, and the whole movie is like kind of like fluffy animated, and then like when it gets to the really scary part, you cut to live footage. That'd be that would be really scary. Yeah, that'd be pretty scary. Because it'd catch you so off guard. Patent pending, no one take that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be scary. But yeah. All right, so I mean, what do you give it? There's some, I won't lie, there's some parts of it that get pretty boring and repetitive. Yeah. Um, if I were to say out of 10 stars, I would probably give it five and a half or six. Really? I really enjoyed it, but there's uh-huh. certain parts of it. That it's like, is it one of those movies that's like, it's not for everyone? Because yeah. I know you're really into animation and graphic design. Right. And, and you know, I, I would never lie. I'm a bit of a of a sucker for like, deep story yeah oh yeah like yeah yeah and definitely when you see the end of it it goes on to this big you know poetic rant and it's just you know to some people i could definitely see why they would not like it yeah but it's really just beautiful <laughs> <laughs> okay mr alan poe over here He's Ed, po- edgar adam co <laughs> I, I've, I've had i've had that nickname thrown around <laughs> yeah. okay um I, on... I, I had mine i had mine that i was gonna do though yeah on that note um so this isn't a movie, but it's a scary story. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, I, and I rated it 10. Is it on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but you can call me and if you want me to tell it to you again. And I'll act it out for you okay. on a FaceTime. Okay. So 
my my roommate at college, he is an expeditionary studies major, which means he majors in these crazy things and basically being outside. And you can have your concentration be in like backcountry snowboarding or rock climbing or ice climbing or paddling like on open waters and stuff. Is this the um, thing when you did figure skating as your class? No, no, but but <laughs> I want to talk about very, that. I, a did, yeah, bit? I can if you want. That was kind of scary because I had to wear tights. So, <laughs> but uh, but no. So he's the outdoorsy kind of guy, and he signed up to do this uh, one week freshman orientation program. He was a counselor. He was a counselor for the program, so he moved in a week early because it's the whole week the freshmen just go out and do outdoorsy things. Okay. Anyway, when he moved back in two days before I got to college, he, this is completely, it might be true, it might not be true, but he may have accidentally brought back a sort of spider infestation into our building <laughs> with his bag. <laughs> so the people, so, so the exterminators came before anyone showed up besides like him and a couple other people were in the building. But just yesterday, we saw a couple spiders hang from the ceiling. So we're all scared. <laughs> That's the scary yeah, that's story. That's my scary story. I hate oh, spiders. <laughs> if you could see my face right now. I give that story three spiders out of 50 million in the building. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, if you guys could see James's face right now, I'm really sorry for you. Yeah, I'd be sorry for me too. Um, all right, so I've got I, – going, going off the scary story stuff at college, I actually have one too. This one is in spiders. All right, let's hear it. This is one, um, and it's really short. Um, so we had a clapper in our room, like the clapper, like you clap three times to turn the lights on, clap three times to turn them off. That's sweet. So it was, and we, we had them connected to our Christmas lights. So they were all like Christmas lights everywhere. And that's how our room was lit up. So um, we are in the room just talking with the Christmas lights on. It's like two in the morning. We're telling scary stories, right? And I tell my roommate, I completely make this story up, completely make it up. I tell, tell him a story about um, a girl and long story short, the girl kills herself. And right when I say the girl killed herself, the lights go off. Like, the lights go off. Really? Um, and here's the thing. It's, you have to clap three times to turn the lights off, right? And we, we were scared to death when that you happened. You guys only clapped two times. No, no, no. This is the thing. This is the thing. We tried for so long to try to do this without clapping. You literally need to be right there, clap three times distinctively. It, you can't hit stuff. You can't be in a different room. So we, we could not figure it out. It was really weird. That's very cool. And then it turned out that our clapper wasn't on and someone hit the switch. Word. But who hit the switch? Nose for Adu. Okay, wait. Oh, you can go, you can go, you can go. Uh, real quick, I just have a scary story from college, too. One time. One, oh, Adam's dying over Adam, here. Adam, you okay? I'm so happy James got that cue. I do. I get here. every SpongeBob cue, bro. Uh, um, my, my scary story from college, uh, I came home after class one night and it was me and my buddy Spencer and we were playing. That's ironic. We were, oh yeah, his name's also Spencer. Uh, shout out to Spencer. No, Spencer just doesn't have any friends, guys. Yeah, that's <laughs> single tier. It was me, me, me and, and my me mirror. mirror. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, so me and my mirror. It's actually my mirror and I, by the way. My mirror and I. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. It's okay. We were playing, um. Super Smash Bros. together. So I guess it was actually just one character on the screen, so it's pretty uh-huh. boring after a while. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> He's running around on the screen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, we get up, we hear this strange noise, and we go over to my cupboard, and I open it, and there were no ramen cups left. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
That was your scary story. You guys scary. are bad at horror. I give that three spiders out of 50 million in my building. <laughs> okay, guys. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to stop you guys from telling bad stories. All right. I'm because, that. because everyone is calling me right now and they're saying that you guys need to leave. So we're going to completely turn everything around right now. No, no, no. You're not going to turn around. <laughs> You know, everyone, you know we're not, everyone must have thought that was so funny when they, they when all they saw that. that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to turn around, not emotion or mentally, Physically. and we're going to go back to Scaricon because we're coming close to wrapping this up. We got 10 minutes left. People are still coming in the doors. Exactly. That's what I was just saying. They're kind of distracting, honestly. Yeah, a little bit. That's They're waving I, at us. They're all looking at us, wondering what we're doing. I know. This is our first year here as the ghost goons. Oh, yeah. Look, there's one guy right there. Hey. One guy? Which one are you talking about? No, the about? guy that just walked in. He waved to us. Which one? Yeah, the one who just walked in. I, he, he waved There's at like us. eight. Dude, <laughs> he didn't wave back at him? No, sorry, guy. Idiot. For that guy, if you listen to our shout show out. ever, shout out. Shout I'm out. sorry that I didn't wave. Shout out. <laughs> uh, at gmail.com. <laughs> um, no, okay. We're not doing any of that. No, just kidding. Yeah. You got so, to okay. the beginning of the show if you wanted to. I want to talk about Scaricon. Because we kind of went off on a tangent of horror movies, which is good. But so Scarecon has another cool thing that we didn't talk about at all, and that is the film festival. Yeah, we kind of did talk about it, but not no. not in depth. And someone got a Charlie for it. <laughs> so I just got my finger stuck in the chair. Oh, all right, all right. I couldn't figure out how to get it out. But anyway, so the film festival is what happens when all uh, people submit um, independent films. This yeah. isn't the film premieres. This is different. Oh, okay. So we um, haven't talked about Yeah, that exactly. And they'll submit all these movies, and we have to judge them. We as in the Scarecon people, not us. Um, yeah, by the way, I signed you guys up to judge them. So have fun. Wait, really? No. Oh. <laughs> Spencer's life doesn't have meaning again. He only signed me up. <laughs> oh, no. I only signed the real Ghostkins up. Oh. JK. Single JK, JK, JK. Anyway, um, so that we get, there's like 50 to 100 movies that come, and we watch them, and we... They watch them and they grade them based on uh, acting. It's literally the Oscars, but for horror movies, right? Basically how we grade them. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting them on all this stuff. And then their awards, they're, they're called the Scaries or the RIPs. Okay. Oh, that's fantastic. And the RIP stands for something. I forget what it is. And it's like, it's like a gray stone, but it looks really cool. They're really, really cool. So um, we're going to make a horror movie, guys. Okay. Can we make it based off of the ramen and spider stories? <laughs> if Can we, we want. make it right now and enter it in the film festival that's going on tomorrow? <laughs> Get working. Make a movie about the film festival. Seeing, seeing as um, they stopped accepting movies two to three months ago, you guys better hurry up. We got to go to the time warp. <laughs> I was going to say, we could just be like, excuse me, do you know who we are? We're the ghost goons. We, are the, we have 40 <laughs> followers on Facebook. <laughs> You don't want to say something bad about us. Yeah, if you let us three people in, you could have 40 more people <laughs> follow you. And by 40, probably maybe two. Maybe four, I was going to say. Yeah, it's four. Just going back real quick, too. I remember, um, I think it was a year or two ago. I think it was a year ago. We actually watched some of the submissions from last year's yep. Scarecon yep. at your house. Mm-hmm. Some of them were the funniest exactly. thing ever seen for for different reasons too depending on which movie yep. some were genuinely hilarious mm-hmm. like the comedy was great and some of them were just funny because of how exactly interesting <laughs> yeah. i've watched they were. i've watched one we've watched one this year 
and it was called Bloody, Bloody Mary. Mary. Yeah, I watched that. And let me doing. just tell you, it was scary. The there's a girl named Mary, and it's not a ghost, Bloody Mary, and it's not in a mirror, and it's not in a bathroom. And she's a girl. And she's a girl, and it takes place at a party with a lot of female reproductive issues. Really. And like sanitary things. Yes, go wrong. <laughs> I remember two that we watched last year. One was with a rope. That yeah, it was called Rope. People. It was basically Rubber, it the movie Rubber, rubber but with a rope. with a rope, yeah. And then I remember the movie where remember people just shot lasers out of each other oh. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, and I forgot. Mixing with yeah, I not. forgot about that one. I don't even re- know how to describe yeah, that one. It was that weird. Bizarre. But, I mean, every once in a while you get a really good one. There was this one called The Zombies Trip that I watched last year. It was excellent. It started out with, like, the credits and, like, really scary movie or really scary music, you know. And it fades out to a zombie, and he's chasing a guy, and then he trips, and then the ending credits come on. Wait, are you? <laughs> yeah, it was the cleverest thing I've ever That's seen. The most amazing. It was so. It was like a ten-second movie, and after I was done watching it, the judge I was watching it with, JB, he's like, "What?" And I was like, "I was dying." What? He's literally like, "That's it? <laughs> what?" I died. Literally, what it is is the zombie trips, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, guys, can we do that again?" <laughs> he stands back up. <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. What if they made a zombie film where it's like the first, you know, zombie comes out and they're worried about like getting contaminated and somebody just shoots it and they're like, all right, crisis averted. That's hilarious. An almost pending, patent pending. An almost <laughs> zombie apocalypse. <laughs> zombie question mark? A not so zombie apocalypse. Yo, this, <laughs> that's, that's a good one. Okay, this is something I want to say. This is actually 100% legitimate. I read this yesterday. In 2000, this is pretty crazy. In 2012, whoa. In 2012, I forget what state. It might have been North Dakota. It was a state. That, yeah. It was yeah. a state out west. Out west. And they, um, they, they have like you know how like you have the emergency alert systems, right? Where like on the radio and TV and all that stuff. In a state out west in 2013, 2012, I mean, someone hacked it, and they hacked it, and they said, um, caution, caution. Or the dead are rising from the grave, oh and like that's actually really scary. Yeah, and like the on the thing, it was just like a little fax thing, and on the fax thing, it said that two hundred people called nine one one in four seconds after it, <laughs> after it aired. So many people freaked out. Did the whoever hacked it? Did they get busted? No, really, they never found them. Oh my God. They just hacked it, and they said that. How awesome That's is like that? The biggest troll. That's ever. legendary. Oh my god! Wow. I hope someday I meet them. I know. They're so bad. They're geniuses. Exactly. They didn't so, even do anything bad. They just. I know. <laughs> it's like a giant prank. Yeah, it really is. So um, I guess we're kind of. I'm gonna start wrapping this up. Is there anything you guys want to add? Uh, yeah. So Scaricon, what what are your first impressions? It seems like it's going to be a lot of fun, and this I just walked in here, and it's late night on the night before so nothing's even started yeah really so and it already seems like it's going to be a hoot and a half exactly um i disagree i think it's going to be um a hoot and three quarters but uh <laughs> you know i i am anticipating some great stuff here it seems really awesome yeah more than a hoot that's all you need to know yeah it's going to be more than a hoot um yeah so just just a few closing remarks about scaricon um again it opens when when does it open? Friday. I, I almost said Wednesday. I, I I'm so confused. When it opens Friday. Open? It opens Friday at three. 
That's the first day. VIP tickets, you get the whole weekend. You get the VIP party, all that crazy stuff. Parties are going to be wild. Friday night, you get to party with us and all the other VIP celebrities there. That'll be really cool. Um, I, I hear that there'll be a pretty good band that night, um, a duo from Syracuse. Cool. Uh, that'll be cool. It'll just be, you know, just drinking with the celebrities, talking to them, all that fun stuff. Partying with us. Yep. Uh, and then Saturday night is when you'll really get to party with us. Because we'll be zombies. You won't even be able to tell that's us. But we'll let you know. Yeah. We definitely will. Here's the thing that's awesome about being on the radio or on the podcast network. Yeah. You can be so popular and then you can go out in public and no one knows who you are so you don't get bothered. Good thing we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, exactly. we're not popular. I heard our <laughs> I heard our 40 fans, dude, are getting pretty rowdy out there. Security was telling me. I heard they all called 911 in four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you have some crazy... Fact. Thank you. You're welcome. Anything anything you want to add, my man? Um, uh, you know, now that I'm kind of slowly becoming part of the ghost you No, you're not. Well, <laughs> my, I have aspirations, too. <laughs> no, you definitely are. Um, Spencer is officially in the crew. Congratulations. Thank you. I'd like to thank my mother and father for giving birth to me. I mean, mostly my mother, but... <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, you should be looking forward to. Um, eventually, we'll probably have some merch. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. I'll be designing some some cool stuff for us. Yeah, look for some visual updates and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just look forward to that. Uh, really glad to uh be on the crew. Yeah. Okay. So um, <laughs> yeah, we're taking our reward. We're taking. <laughs> we're taking our award back. Um, so actually, I just want to point out one other thing because I'm looking right at it right now. Um, huh? There is a a steampunk. That's what it's called. Have oh, you guys yeah, ever I heard of steampunk? Yeah, no, steampunk. There's pretty, steampunk pretty is wild. really big here. Really? There are a lot of steampunk people here. So and I've I mean I, it's kind of becoming popular now with all the um, there's a TV show about it now. A lot of steam. So it's so it's becoming pretty popular. So um. That'll be really cool. I, I'm anxious to see all them and see what they do. I hope they we see some cool steampunk costumes. Yeah, that, exactly. I, they go crazy for that. Yeah. Didn't, I, I recall, is there like a fashion show for steampunk? Here? Yeah. I There may be. I actually don't know. That's, I know there's a costume contest. Oh, okay. That's Saturday night. That's there's a I'm costume contest. That's right. So come Saturday night because it's going to be a party. Exactly. And a costume contest. Okay. So, um... Again, you know, we are the Ghost Goons. Come see us. Come meet us. Put a face to the name at Scaracon. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at um, the Ghost Goons. On all of that, <laughs> you're confusing me because you were looking at me funny. Sorry, it's okay. I forgive you. Don't let it happen again. Um, stop. Why are you making me read something right now? Oh, okay. Adam wants me to tell you guys that he is happy to be on the show. He's very, gone mute. Very, He's I, gone mute or something. I, I don't back. know. I came back from the. All right. Twice. So, so um, yeah. Look us up on all that stuff. Um, we have a Snapchat too, which we don't use, but you can still do that. You try us out. Um, I we actually have some pretty cool stuff. You took a really cool picture of that haunted place the other day. Absolutely. That'll be cool. That's up on Instagram. Check that out on Instagram. We'll be posting a bunch of stuff. Um, we'll be live on Periscope tomorrow. At the, Let's go. That's, that's, that's an important one. That is an important me. one. All day we'll be live on Periscope. So that'll be cool. All right. I'm just so, going to tape the scope to my forehead. <laughs> um, I guess without further ado, let's go goon some ghosts. Hashtag ghost goon. And is there anything else? <laughs> <laughs>
Let's go goon some ghosts again. We ended a little early there, but this is all messed up. Good night. <laughs>